Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen, the very first episode of Ibolala Samzanzi, a South African football podcast with me, your host, the original Tony G. So this is going to be a podcast where we cover everything South African and African football. DSTV Premiership, the MTN8, NetBank Cup, CAF Champions League, you name it, we cover it. So it's pre-season now and the season just ended about two weeks back and... Once again, Mamelodi Sundowns are the champions of the DSTV Premiership, five in a row now. So uh, let's start by congratulating Mamelodi Sundowns on winning their fifth consecutive DSTV Premiership title. It's, I think it's pretty much evident that they are in a league of their own. So the PSL teams need to pull up their socks. If they're going to compete with Sundowns, they need to pull up with their socks. Compete, let alone catching them. So... To compete first, they got to pull up their socks and then we'll talk about catching them. But then like this has sparked a few, a few very interesting topics on Twitter and in the footballing streets about whether we need financial football. Because where on the street is that whether we need financial fair play. Because where on the street is that um, Mamelodi Sundowns apparently they are overseeing their, their 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 spending like their spending doesn't correspond with their with their with their profit so where on the street is that people are concerned about whether we need financial fair play or not to 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 maintain the level of competitiveness in the in the PSL in the DSTV premiership because Sundowns have won like five premierships in a row that speaks volumes so whether that's up to Mamelodi Sundowns uh, bullying the way, buying the way to those titles using their financial power or it's the competition not stepping up to the plates. That's, that's, that's up for debate. But for now, we're going to focus on whether uh, the DSTV Premiership uh, needs financial fair play. So um, first of all, let's talk about financial fair play. What is financial fair play? So financial fair play is a system whereby clubs are not supposed to spend above what they make. So let's say a club makes 10 rand. So a club is not allowed to spend 11 rand while they're making 10 rand because like at the end of the day, they are losing. So uh, to run a business, you have to make a profit or at least that's how it is in, in, in Europe or at least that's how it used to be because nowadays, let's be honest, nobody financial fair play like that's that's so like to run a business, you got to be making a profit. So you are not allowed to spend or at least you are allowed to spend to a certain amount for a certain given amount of time over your 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 your, your income over the money you're spending. So, yeah. Financial fair play. So, like, let's look at Mamelodi Sundowns uh, because they are the, 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 the main topic of the conversation. So, like, uh, ever since 2004, ever since in 2004, that's when uh, now CAF president Patrice Motsepe bought Mamelodi Sundowns. Uh, Mamelodi Sundowns have won nine league titles ever since, three net bank cups, two of the now defunct telecom knockouts, two MTN8s and the Kev Champions League and along with the Kev Super Cup. And they also went to the FIFA Club World Cup. And in the same period, Kaiser Chiefs have won three league titles, two MTN8s, four Telkom knockouts and two Netbank Cups. While the Crosstown rivals, Orlando Pirates, have won two league titles, one Netbank Cup, one Telkom knockout 
3MT and 8 while also reaching the finals of the CAF Champions League in 2013 and 2015 while reaching the semi-finals of the CAF Champions League rather in 2013 and in 2015 the CAF Confederations Cup and most recently last of last week the the CAF the CAF Confederation Cup against Aras Baragana of Morocco in Nigeria in which they Unfortunately, lost, which is a bad thing for for African for South African football because we we are on this mission to try and dominate African football. But for us to dominate African football, we have to give each other competition first, at least in 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 the DSTV Premiership, and then we can first think about dominating African football. Because look at Europe right now. I know uh, Madrid won the the the. I know none of the English side won the 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 any of the European competitions this season but they were there if they were not at the finals they were at the semi-finals and look at it for the last five seasons they have been there english sides have always been there they're either winning it or they're in the final it's because their league is competitive so for clubs to actually compete their league need to be competitive so like looking at the the trophy stats mamelody sundowns have been raking up the numbers they've been raking up the league titles not so much the cup competitions, but the league is the one that matters because every day, every season, every preseason, you prepare for the league. You prepare for your bread and butter because you, you have to keep going for like 30 games, 30 matches, non-stop consistency. So we shouldn't take those league titles for granted because Sundowns actually worked because they actually worked the hardest because... They have to play the league at the very same time playing the, the inter-club competition. This week, they'd have to go to Morocco. Midweek, they'd have to come back and play in the DSTV Premiership, which they managed to do rather easily. So, is it Sundowns' fault or is it uh, the DSTV Premiership club's fault for not giving Sundowns competition? Because they have the advantage. They play a tired Sundowns, but... When they have to play Mameludi Sundowns, they just sit around, they sit back and allow pressure. They allow Mameludi Sundowns, they like they give them the ball like, ah, Twara Sundowns, please come attack us. And then like at the end of the day, we're complaining about things like financial fair play and stuff. So we have to look at it from this point of view. It's not solely Mameludi Sundowns' fault because it's not like other teams are actually trying to compete. If they were trying to compete, they were if they were even trying you see now we're talking about trying if they were trying to compete it was gonna be a different matter but they're not even trying to compete like every match they just go they pack the bus they give sundowns it's like every match for sundowns are uh, in the dstv premiership it's like a practice match it is like a practice match even matches against the big two the so-called big two kaiser chiefs and uh orlando pirates they just sit back nowadays uh, well, not so much Orlando Pirates, but they sit back to a certain extent. So, like, Sundowns have the freedom to do what they want with the ball. And trust me, you don't want to play Sundowns, but you don't want to play Sundowns with the ball. So, if you give Mamelody Sundowns the space, the ball, and the freedom to come at you, they are going to hurt you because they have, they have Tembazwani, they have Peter Shalulile, they have Andy Lejali. They have everybody. I think their defenders are midfielders. Actually, come to look at it, Mamelodi Sundowns, they don't really have defenders because Tapelo Morena is always up and down the wings. Uh, Lale K is always up and down the wings. So 
They don't really have defenders. Their center backs play like midfielders. Rivaldo Cotti. Have, what kind of a defender? Like, that's a quality defender. I'm telling you, take Rivaldo, put him in Europe, you're going to see magic. So, I it's gonna be it's gonna be a very very hard task dethroning Mamelodi Sundowns and I feel like can they be dethroned? Mm, maybe, but after a long long period of time, maybe after 10, 15 years, because I feel like they have the depth, they have the squad, they have the coaches, they have the mentality, they have the willpower to keep whatever the it is going for fifteen years. So I feel like. Their, their main point now, their main focus is on dominating the, the, the African Champions League, the, the African scene, because that's where they get most of their competitions against the likes of Wydad Casablanca, Al-Ali, Abu, Abu Tipi Mazembe to a certain extent, even though they're not always there. Abu uh, Petro de Luanda, who's always there. Abu, yeah, the African big hitters. And I feel like Sundowns have developed into into an African big hitter. They themselves have developed into an African big hitter. So, strangely, on the issue of financial fair play, uh, uh, I took the liberty to do some research, but even though it's it's not a picture-perfect reset because, like, here in the PSL, we don't have numbers. Like, they're saying numbers don't lie, but you never know when you don't see the numbers. And one thing we don't see in the PSL is the numbers. There's no transparency uh, in the PSL. The PSL will never release a statement saying, ah, this is how much this club made. This is how much this club lost. The the club will never release a statement that, ah, we sold so-and-so tickets. We made uh, so-and-so, so our profit was, or we made this money and then we lost this money. So we profited or we lost. So that's that's... That's where we are not sure on where the Sundowns are actually exceeding their income. So we don't know how much they make. We don't know how much they spend because actually the PSL, one thing, another thing I hate about the PSL is this thing of them, uh, these clubs, PSL clubs, when they, they buy a player, they would say for an undisclosed fee, an undisclosed fee. How much is this undisclosed fee? And why is the fee not being disclosed? Because at the end of the day, that person is going to go and play for the team. And who's going to come and watch the team? Who's going to pay to watch the, to the team? Who's going to pay to watch the person? It's going to be the supporters at the end of the day. So, like, the supporters need to know that how much did this person cost so that they can be able to rightfully judge the person on the field of play. Because you can't be, the club can't be spending, let's say, 10 million on you. And then you, you come and pull up a, a subpar performance. So, like, the fans need to know. The fans have the right to know. But whether the fans do matter to, to the PSL clubs, that's a story for another day too. Because I don't really think uh, the, the, PSL sub, the PSL clubs value their, their supporters. They don't really value their supporters. Whether you guys actually come to the stadium, what you guys think, they don't really care. Unless they they under pressure, like really, really, really under pressure and they see that we don't have no choice. There is an unrest. So that's when they would like cover, they would put a blanket over, over the fans' eyes just to cover up. It's not that they are actually fixing the situation. They are diffusing it. They are fixing it. There's a difference between fixing a situation and diffusing a situation. So PSL clubs, they kind of like diffuse a situation. I'm going to use Kaiser Chiefs, for instance, because 
they are the 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 big hitters in the in the in the in the in the PSL. Like they are the big team. So lately they've been under a lot of pressure. I'm gonna use last season for instance. So last season the the supporters marched to 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 the club headquarters in in Naturena and they submitted a memorandum actually of like we are not happy with the performances of the club because. We are not happy. This is not where the club is supposed to be. We are paying to see the club. We are paying memberships. We are buying club merchandise. So to see the club at this point is not, that is not what, that is not the vision we have for the club. We don't know about you guys or whether you even care about the club, but we as supporters care about the club. We care about the performance of the club on the pitch. Like, Yes, we do care about the performances of the pitch, the financial performance, but to a certain extent, because Kaiser Chiefs, yes, we know Kaiser Chiefs is a brand, but before becoming a brand, Kaiser Chiefs, first of all, is a football club, and we need to see the results on, on the pitch. I'm sorry. So, we need to see the results on the pitch that, oh, now we can focus on being a brand because we are a good football club. So Kaiser Chiefs were under pressure to like do a, a squad overhaul. I know they are currently doing a squad overhaul. Like uh we are gonna touch on the we are gonna talk about the, the, the transfer window in the next upcoming episodes. So but just not this one. We are gonna talk because it promises to be a very, very entertaining transfer window. So so far, it's lived up to the expectations, so we'll talk about it. But then, like, yeah, in the in the past season, in the past transfer windows, they were under pressure to make a squad overhaul. They didn't do a squad overhaul, actually. They just, they swept it all under the carpet because they, they'd release, like, three players and bring in one good player. So last season, they brought in Keegan Dolly. What is Keegan Dolly going to do? Because that... This, the problem is with the whole team. You are supposed to change the whole team. You're supposed to change the technical team. You bought in the wrong coach. So they just they just sweep it under the carpet and think everything is going to be okay and pray for magic. And that's not how it works. To have success, you actually have to put in the work. You have to put the work in to get the results. Because you can't just wake up and magically get the result. So you have to put in the work before you get the result. So, like I said, uh, the PSL clubs, I don't think they value supporters that much. I don't think they listen. I don't think they listen because there is a difference, people. There is a difference between hearing and listening. So I think they hear. All they do is hear because like when somebody talks, you have ears. Obviously, you're going to hear. But are you actually listening? So PSL clubs, I don't think they listen. They hear and they'll do like a media stunt or a PR stunt to just overshadow the situation. And like the fans would also be happy because uh, they think the club are actually trying to fix. Whereas the club are actually trying to just like... Uh, kill the noise and just continue business as usual as long as the club is making money we don't care whether you're in the glad africa we don't care whether you're abc Mutsipe. as long as you're making money our pockets are fed we move so let's go back to the point um i, I tried to do some research 
So I couldn't like really find the numbers. So the only numbers I could find are from the 2018-19 season. And I'm, I'm not sure how accurate they are, the numbers. So like these numbers, uh, I got them on, on Sowetan Live. So shout out to Sowetan Live. Shout out. You can also go check them out. Um, I'll try leaving kind of like a way to, to like to go read the article yourself. So, like, at the end of the 2019 season, in which uh, Mamelodi Sundowns won, the, the prize money for, for the the competition, the league was known as the APSA Premiership at the time. So, at the time, Mamelodi Sundowns won the title, and the prize money was $10 million. And then they also got, like, $3 million for winning the Q2 and the Q4 Innovation Leagues. So, already they had 13 million rands. They won like 800,000. Oh, they got 800,000 for reaching the MTN8 semifinals. They got 650k for reaching the Telcom Knockout quarterfinals. They got 350k for reaching the NetBank Cup last 32. And they also got like 20.6 million for reaching the, the Kev Champions League semifinals, which all adds up to around 35.4 million so they made around 35.4 million in 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 prize money in all of the competitions they competed in and i tried to uh as virtue from from worldfootball.net uh put together some some average attendance for the season for the for the 2018-19 season so like mamelodi sundowns had around uh 8527 fans at the at the at at their in at their home stadium in the in the fifteen matches they played at home so like a ticket at the time was was forty rands uh, just a, an absa premiership match ticket was like forty rands so that adds up to like five million so they could have made around uh five million in in ticket sales so like five million and the the thirty five point four million adds up to like forty point four million so. Mamelodi Sundowns could have made around like 40.4 million in, in prize money in the 2018-19 season. So we are not sure because it could be more, it could be less. So like it could be more, it could be less. And then like at the very same season, uh, they bought players, obviously. Uh, a club buys players. So like at the very at the very same season, uh the, the following season was the 2019-20 season, the COVID disturbed season. Um Mamelodi Sundowns bought players, so Kaiser Chiefs also bought some players. Orlando Pirates also bought some players. The whole league basically bought 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 some players. But like the difference is Mamelodi Sundowns bought quality. They brought quality players in and we don't know for how much they they bought the players for because the figures are undisclosed and but then like the reason for me bringing up these numbers was just to to bring like a context because like we know PSL players they are not that expensive so Mamelodi Sundowns could if Mamelodi Sundowns could make around 40 million in in competition prize money with uh in attendance we haven't uh, included sponsorship money. So, like, I'm sure Mamelodi Sundowns are making way above what they are spending. So, I think, I feel like, I'm not sure, I may be wrong, but I feel like they are way, 
within their rights to spend the amount of money they are spending. It's not their fault if the opposition doesn't want to spend to 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 win cuz like that's the name of the game nowadays you have to spend to win you can't win without spending yes you can have the courage the will power which is something these other teams don't have but they're like you got to have that at first and then spending that's going to push you it's a combination like it's a two way street it's a two way street one needs the other the other needs the other so like there can't be this without that so like uh, just to show that, like, Mamelodi's announced, they they are spending around what they make. So, I feel like, yes, we, we don't need financial fair play. We want financial fair play because we are in denial as, as supporters. I'm not for, for financial fair play. Like, I just saw people talking about it and I was like, wait, this would actually be a great topic to jump on. So, I'm not saying I'm not for financial fair play. I'm not saying I am for financial fair play, but like financial fair play, no financial fair play, it's useless financial fair play. Financial fair play, it's not going to force Orlando Pirates to go fork out the money. Financial fair play is not going to force Kaiser Chiefs to go fork out the money. So I feel like so financial fair play is going to be around and financial fair play is actually going to expose this other teams further because Mamelodi Sundowns are actually gonna be winning these leagues, these honors, these trophies, these cups with financial fair play in place because they do everything by the book. They they are prepared to 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 part ways with money for quality. And like they are prepared to win. Simple. They are ready to win. They are Mamelodi Sundowns. They are ready to win. They are doing the right things. So, in in short, um, we don't need financial fair play. What we do need is VAR because our refereeing in the PSL, my God. Like this past season, the refereeing in this past season showed us flames. They showed us flames. The refereeing, the quality of refereeing. I know referees are human, which is why we need VAR. Which is why we need VAR. And... I feel like the PSL are making enough money to 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 at least afford VAR. So as to why we don't have VAR stuff yet in the DSTV Premiership, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with that. I don't know what are the developments, but it's all quiet when it comes to VAR. So that's what we need. We don't need financial fair play. We need VAR. We need clubs to start spending. We need owners to be dedicated. We need owners who are prepared to part ways with money. So if you feel like maybe this is too much for you and you can't you can't you can't spend money. You feel like maybe spending money for the good of the club is too much for you. Maybe just sell the club and give it to somebody who is actually prepared to to spend the money, to put in the work, to actually try and win something. Because at this point it doesn't look like these other clubs are trying to win something. Just looks like they are there for the sake of being there. It doesn't look like they are there to win something. So I know this is harsh because like Mamelodi Sundowns have set the standard. They have quality players, but these clubs are not trying. If other if this other 15 PSL clubs were trying, I would maybe have a different view on this matter. But I don't think they are trying. So which is why I feel like financial fair play isn't really gonna change. Nothing. 
Sundance are still gonna win this thing. So, yeah. Um. So thank you for joining me. Um. That's it for today. The very first episode of Ipolala Samzansi, a South African football co- um, podcast. Uh, I'm your host Tony G, and yeah, I'm gonna be talking everything DSTV Premiership. So. Like we in the 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 nice season of the transfer window, so it actually promises to be a very very entertaining transfer window because apparently other teams don't want to sell to other teams. Apparently other players are worth ten million. I the drama is too much, and we there for it. So in the next episode, we're gonna be talking uh the DSTV Premiership transfers because already there are a few transfers that have been finalized. Ashley Dupiris from Stelis to Kaiser Chiefs, uh, Zita Quinica, previously known as Macheke, from Stelis also to Kaiser Chiefs. And there is word that Tapelo Koki may be moving to Mayfair. So we have a lot to cover. A lot is going on. So I think we are in for a very interesting transfer. We know whether the season is going to be the same. We don't know. So we'll just have to wait and see. And so... Yeah, that's it. And if you've been with me up to this point, uh, I'd like to thank you. And please continue showing your support because I'm going to be feeding off of it as I keep going, as I keep recording, as I keep dropping. So I want this podcast to be to be something special. And I'm going to need you guys to make it special. So thank you for giving me your ear. And we're going to be back Ibola Lassam Zansi, a South African football podcast with me, your host, Tony G. Thank you. We out.